Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to episode 11 of the Great Connections Podcast. Hey there, my name is Chloe. Join me as we get to know the stories of overseas Filipinos and listen in on what it's like to make a living in a new country away from home. The Great Connections Podcast brought to you by the Freebie app. Discarting Pinoy, Discarting Freebie. Today's episode is such an important one as we will be talking about OFW reintegration. But what does that mean? What can you do to prepare yourself for it? Are there programs that can help our OFWs reintegrate? Well, today's guest will be the one to talk about all of that and answer our questions. And we are so lucky to have her on the pod. She is the Overseas Workers Welfare Administration, or OWA, designated focal person for the National Reintegration Center for OFWs. Please welcome to the Great Connections podcast, Ms. Virushka Ardell Gonzalez Maling. Hi, Ms. Ardell. Good morning from Qatar. Kamusta po kayo? Magandang araw po from here in the Philippines. Hi, Miss Chloe. I am good. Uh, medyo naging busy lang with our week-long celebration. Actually, tamang-tama itong invitation because we have uh, been celebrating the Migrant Workers Day in last June 7. So, medyo busy kami. We have been in Alabat, Quezon, in Lipa City, Batangas. We back to Calamba, Laguna here in our regional office. And then we go to Paete, Laguna and Antipolo City and last kahapon, which is in Angono, to deliver our programs and services to our OFWs. Kamusta wow. rin po? Oh, oh, very ano, ha, busy and schedule yung calendar nyo ngayon. Also in line with the Philippine Independence Day, our 123rd uh, celebration na rin ba yan? Yes, ma'am. We have uh, joined ang, the Angono Municipality in the one, their celebration of the 123rd uh, Independence Day. And we just signed AMOA there for the establishment of OFW Help Desk. And also, we conducted our OWA Calabarzon on Wheels there in Angono Rizal. Wow, congratulations. Very uh, hectic, pero ayan, very productive nga. This has been going on since uh, the 7th, ano? Yes, June 7, ma'am, ano? Okay. Wow. Ayun mo si Ms. Ardell, uh, very, ano, very uh, youthful lang kanyang dating. Oo, alam mo namang, uh, ano pa si Ms. Ardell, very young uh, in a sense that, you know, she's perfect for, for this post kasi yung energy din niya na she exudes through the camera as we're uh, recording this podcast today. Ms. Ardell, kwentohan mo naman kami ng konti. Uh, how long have you been with OWA and paano ka nagsimula? If you can take us back to the time when you first, uh, I, I suppose, got involved or paano ka na, na recommend ka ba? What is the story there? Uh, I have been with the Overseas Workers Welfare Administration for seven years. This is actually my first job. And uh, I started my stint here as a family welfare officer. So uh, I have been organizing OFWs into OFW groups or OFW circles. 
And then later on, I became the labor communications officer of the region. So I have been handling all the communications. And then I got a permanent position in 2016. And here I am now, the current uh, focal person for the National Reintegration Center for OFWs and also uh, the Welfare Assistance Unit Head of the OWA Regional Office here in Calabarzon. So... Ms. Arder, you're currently the OWA-designated focal person for the National Reintegration Center, tulad nga na namagit mo, and uh, other tasks that you also uh, have under um, your your position. Para naman dun sa mga hindi familiar nating listeners sa podcast, uh, with a job, with, with you know, the, the task or the obligation that your job entails, ano exactly ang ginagawa ng isang uh, focal person or designated focal person for OWA? All right. With the Re- National Reintegration Center for OFWs, we are the one um, facilitating the reintegration programs of uh, the office from mm-hmm. the Balikpinas and uh, Balikpinay Balikhanap Buhay program for distressed OFWs to livelihood programs for OFW groups and uh, the livelihood programs also for the undocumented OFW. So we have been Uh, implementing that, we have been monitoring that and evaluating those programs for our OFWs who uh, return back to the country na po. Oo. Ito ay hindi limited dun sa natapos ang kontrata. Maaring yun nga, nabanggit mo yung distressed, yung napauwi ng uh, sabi, sabi nga natin na wala sa oras or maaring may other reasons, no? Kaya kailangan nilang bumalik sa Pilipinas. Yes po. Uh, we are both serving um, unpl- those OFWs who have planned return and uh, forced return. Mm-hmm. And uh, all both OFWs, and uh, OWA members and undocumented workers. So welcome pa rin yan under OWA, syempre. Yes po, OWA and OWA NRCO. Since NRCO is uh, attached agency of OWA na po. I see. So, Ms. Ardell, ano naman yung share mo sa amin na inspiring stories? And I'm sure you have a lot of anecdotes um, to, I suppose, na pwede mong maikwento yung mga memorable stories that you can uh, share here on the pod with all of us. Uh, dito sa time mo sa OWA kasi you've been, uh, you've been working with the agency for seven years now and I'm sure you've seen a lot. Uh, ano ba yung mga pwede natin kapulutan ng aral dyan that you can inspire us with? Uh, actually, I have not just seen a lot. I have heard a lot of stories of our OFW. You have but, heard. <laughs> yes, I have heard a lot of stories. And what flatters me most usually is when an OFW or uh, an OFW family rem- remembers me and message me, Hey ma'am, how are you? Uh, if if not for you, I will not be this successful or I have would not have thought of this endeavor. And also... I uh, I have been organizing OFWs uh, into OFW groups and what made me really feel good is when when I return back to the community or to the group they are sharing me their plans they are sharing me their experiences how do how do they want to go about their future business endeavors and how they plan to help their community they the OFW members and At some point in time, uh, one time when I organized the Siniloan OFW Federation, I remember mm-hmm. one officer would say, would uh, ask me, Ma'am, what is your t-shirt size? We want to give you a souvenir because 
Uh, we want to recognize that you have been and you are part of our organization. And then later on, when I go back to the office, I realize, oh, those sleepless nights for the event preparation, the mm. organizing, and those long travels, oh, they are all worth it. I am making an impact to this OFW and OFW groups. And it's so heartwarming din yung mga little gestures, whether big or small. I mean, in, uh, yun nga yung nasabi mo nga na lahat ng pagod, parang okay, okay na yun. Parang it's all, na, na pay forward mo na and it's all uh, worth uh, the time and the, uh, I guess the, yun nga, sabi mo, the sleepless nights pag ma- makaka-receive ka ng ganong pasasalamat. And now, let me ask you, where does your passion for serving our OFWs come from? Kasi you could very well some seven years ago, choose to serve another sector of the community. I mean, it could be it could be children, parang uh, parang parang fauci, di ba? Uh, uh women and children's uh, welfare, pweding yung uh, geriatric o yung mga nakakatanda, yung senior. But you chose OFWs. Is it by chance? But because um, that was the route that you were taking. But now you're um, focusing on the welfare of 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 uh, OFWs. May may pinanggagalingan ba yung passion mo, Miss Ardell? I think uh, it's a chance but also a choice mm-hmm. because I am a former I am a child of a former OFW. My mom is a former sales lady in the United Arab Emirates way back 2007 I think and then uh, way back uh, 2013 the the family decided that she will not return to the uh, to abroad since uh, mm-hmm. I will be graduating in 2014 and uh, permanent uh, reintegration na yung plano namin for her so nagtuloy-tuloy siya since uh, ang unang job ko ay maging family welfare officer mag-organize ng OFWs and listening to the stories of these OFWs made me really ah dito na ako eto na eto na talaga siguro yung calling why uh, this is my first job actually nung nagkatrabaho ako dito sa OWA I really don't have the, an idea what OWA is and until na 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 nakapasok ako doon sa agency dito sa agency but it's a, a blessing in this guys i mean that the chance at the time ha na which led you down to this path and it's great to know how you know like yourself yung mga public servants natin would really have an inner like yung uh i think that that uh, inner source of of your strength and your passion because your your job is not easy I mean, it's not for the faint of heart because there's, there's a lot of traveling involved and you're working within, uh, within a, a time frame, a schedule in order to reach your, I don't know, your, uh, your, your tasks or to finish your tasks. Because uh, there's a lot of people who are waiting for help. Now, like I said in my introduction kanina, today's episode is all about OFW reintegration. So, Ms. Ardell, para naman dun sa mga listeners natin who might not know what OFW reintegration means. Himayin natin, ano ba ang OFW integration at paano naman makikinabang ang mga nakikinig nating mga OFWs on the podcast today? 
Okay. So, reintegration in the National Reintegration Center for OFWs and the Overseas Workers Welfare Administration, reintegration, we define that as a holistic process by which a migrant on his or her own with the assistance of government and other duty bearers like the private sector, development, hmm. NGOs, return to the country or his home of origin for good. In, in by intention through series of preparations, interventions geared towards his or her own specific needs, goals, interests, potentials, and capabilities. So essentially, this is the pagbabalik, hopefully permanent, ano, mm-hmm. ng ating mga OFWs back to the country na sila mismo ang may interest. But of course, due to changing times and unforeseen circumstance, somehow, uh, both planned and uh, forced returnees, I hope, can develop uh, reintegration, the, the whole process of reintegration. Pag ganyan ba, Mr. Ardell, for example, ako, uh, as OFW, gusto ko nang maging, um, ma-reintegrate. Okay, if I fall within the category na okay, now I decide to no longer go back to um ab- well, overseas or to work abroad. And I I enroll myself, I subscribe to some of the programs of uh of OWA. And then somewhere along the way, maybe 2-3 years into my reintegration, I decide to go still go back. Siguro mag pick up where I left off and uh, go back to working abroad. Is that something that happens to the mem- OFW members? Somehow it happens because uh, if the OFW or if the family really uh, didn't plan, didn't actually decide as a group for the OFW reintegration, it really Uh-oh. happened. So uh, we want, but uh, of course the agency or the, the our government would want that uh, the return or the reintegration is uh, permanent. Mm-mm. And uh, as, as we always said, Uh, we hope that all OFWs who go to abroad would want to opt to go back and reintegrate here in the Philippines. Right. And you also mentioned kanina, um, the OFW may, I mean, this could happen. That situation could possibly happen kapag hindi nakapag-decide fully yung OFW and family. So you're telling me now the whole re- reintegration process involves the family unit. Yes, Uh-oh. definitely reintegration, actually migration, the migration process, and of course, the last part of it is the reintegration should be a family decision. It's Mm-mm. not just a personal decision of uh, the OFW, it should be a family decision like we did in our family with my nanay. Oh, oh, yes, when you decided na, oh sige, hanggang dito na lang, hanggang 2014, no? When you were uh, about to graduate at the time. So, bilang OFW, Ms. Ardell, how long before coming home should I begin planning my return? Ito ba yung, uh, dapat ko bang naisip? Maybe, because most contracts would be, uh, would be like two years. Two years ang contract, di ba? Dapat ba, by my six month of employment abroad, naisip ko na kailan ba ako babalik? Or paplanuhin ko na bang pagbabalik ko sometime soon? Or what are the things I need to plan for? Example, kapag balik ko ng Pilipinas permanently, uh, saan ba ako titira? Paano ko ba susuportahan ng sarili ko? How soon must an OFW think of returning home permanently? Okay. When I was a PIDOS officer or pre-departure orientation seminar officer, I would often say that reintegration should be planned 
even before you left the Philippines. Mm. Ibig sabihin, bago ka pa umalis ng Pilipinas, pinag-uusapan na ng pamilya hanggang kailan ka magiging OFW. Hanggang kailan, ano yung mga goals mo para mag-stop ka na maging OFW at mag-op na, mag-plan na ng pagbabalik dito sa Pilipinas. Sabihin natin, some of us, ang, ang goals lang naman usually ng isang OFWs, mapag-aral yung kanyang mga anak, ma- magkaroon ng sariling bahay or properties, and uh, syempre, medyo umangat, um, umangat ng yung level or antas ng pamumuhay niya. So, right. hanggang kailan? So, sabi, sin, lagi kong sinasabi during my stint as a PIDOS officer, Pagplanuhan nyo na ano yung goals ng OFW, anong goals ng family, kailan siya dapat umuwi. At uh, dapat may hangganan talaga yung wants. Oh, oh. Hindi pwedeng, hindi pwedeng may, may bahay ka na, tapos wala naman yun sa plano. Gusto mo nang, gusto mong may additional na bahay pa ulit. May second kaya, floor daw eh. <laughs> kaya <laughs> dapat... <laughs> Dapat ano daw, dapat may second floor tsaka third floor. Paano yan, Miss Ardell, kapag ganun? Ano mo, dapat po yung bahay, ano, pinaplano na na pag alis ko, may second floor na. Kailangan pag may second floor na, yun na yun, balik Uh-oh. na tayo sa Pilipinas. And uh, uh, when, uh, siguro i-relate ko sa sa family namin, ano, mm-hmm. para mas uh, maintindihan ng mga OFWs and their families. Yes, please. Nung, nung OFW yung nanay ko, sabi niya, kapag may isa nang nakatapos sa inyo, babalik na ako. So, nung na, right there, November 2013 siya bumalik. So, did April 2014 ako graduate. Sabi namin, gagraduate na si Ardell. Gagraduate na ako. Huwag ka nang bumalik. We can make things out, work things out. So, hanggang doon na lang talaga yung stint niya as an mm-hmm. OFW. Kasi, uh, somehow, medyo tumaas naman na talaga yung antas ng pamumuhay namin. And at the same time, nakagraduate na ako. So, yung sumunod na mga kapatid ko, nagtulong-tulong na lang kami. And that was, that was better kasi kasama na namin siya. Yes. Oo, hindi nyo na siya na-miss for... Kasi the truth of the matter and... Well, expectations versus reality. Here we are, we're talking about the yung pagpaplano. Sabi mo nga, ang pagbabalik dapat ng ano, or ang reintegration ng OFW, dapat uh, ano siya, um, time-bound. Hindi pwedeng, ay, okay, na-achieve na natin yung stage 1 ng ating plano, stage 2 naman. Very, may faces pala. So, in, in effect, tumatagal din yung, yung pagtatrabaho abroad. Wala namang mali doon, kaya lang, syempre, in your absence, you're also missing out on so many important family matters or yung paglaki ng anak, yung mga ganun eh. Kasi may mga, may trade-off naman yon But going back to your to your uh, uh, kwento kanina, uh, ang galing lang na napa, na-set nyo yon And pag, pag iyan ang pinlano, let's go ahead and, you know, and fulfill the plan. Um, and I'm sure you're happy na pagka-graduate mo, Miss Ardell, kasama niyo yung, yung mama mo. Kompleto kayo ulit. Yes, yeah, siguro ano, blessing in disguise talaga siya kasi pagpas, pag-uwi niya, naka-graduate ako, nakain agad ako sa OWA. So parang Uh-oh. yun yung rito, yun yung balik ko. Ay, yun yung balik ko sa, sa community, sa migrant, uh, migrant organization, sa migrant groups, na, sa sector na ito na... Mm-hmm na naka yung yung benefit ko as uh, uh, naging 
anak ng isang former OFW, ito yung way ko to give back to the OFW community. Yes. Ang galing mo ng mga anak, Miss Ardell. At saka double celebration, di ba? Return ng ano ng mama mo and then here you are, you're serving uh, the the agency and the OFWs. Now, let me ask you, um, kasi napag-usapan na nga natin na dapat ganito, may plano ka na before, may plano ka nang bumalik, even before ka pang umalis or ma-deploy. Uh, we're talking about uh, OFWs and how they can reintegrate. Ano naman yung mga common hurdles or challenges na uh, I, I suppose uh, our OFWs face? As far as reintegration is concerned, ano ba yung, uh, meron ka bang narinig ng mga homecoming stories na bakit sila natagalan, bakit nahirapan, ano yung na-share, na, na-share nila sa'yo or narinig mo? Okay. First, we I would want to recognize that there are two kinds of return. The mm. one is planned return and of course, kagaya na sabi ko kanina, yung first return. So mm-hmm. sa mga para para sa mga OFW who have planned return, mas mabilis yung way nila to reintegrate since meron tayong diretso agad sila sa ating uh, core framework for OFW reintegration, diretso agad sila sa developmental reintegration programs and services ng ating gobyerno. Pero kapag Force return, ibig sabihin na distress yung OFWs, nagkaroon siya ng hindi magandang experience with his or her employer, may intervention pa rin dapat on the welfare assistance or grant mm-hmm. crisis management intervention bago pa siya makapunta talaga doon sa developmental reintegration program. Since kailangan muna nating i-address ano ba yung mga trauma na naranasan niya sa abroad bago natin uh, ma-address talaga yung reintegration. Kasi pag hindi natin na-address yon the OFW would want to keep coming back to the, uh, to the to abroad kasi hindi na-address yung pangangailangan niya. Kasi minsan, mm-hmm. uh, marami pa siya pala na uh, unclaimed salary or benefit. So gusto niyang bumalik doon para makipaglaban pa ulit doon Oo. sa kanyang kaso. But... For the planned reintegration, usually, ang concerns natin dyan would be what are the skills? Mayroon ba talaga silang skills or are they just testing the water sa pagbabalik sa ibang bansa? Planado talaga yung pagbabalik nila since na plano na nila. Ito ba talaga ay testing the waters lang o talagang full straight plano na talaga na dito na ako, meron akong nakapag-decide na ako on what to do. Mm-hmm. Ang desisyon ko ba ay magtayo ng negosyo? Ang desisyon ko ba ay dito na lang magtrabaho sa Pilipinas? O mag-venture on some other, uh, mag-volunteer work ulit dito sa Pilipinas, mga ganun. So, depende diyan sa desisyon ni OFW. Mm-hmm. And based experience nyo ng ahensya um, and you too, Ms. Ardell, gano'n kabilis yun nga na-address yung uh, issues ng isang forced uh, returnee like uh, with the counseling and intervention depende ba yan sa naging kaso nila abroad uh, at saka pag ako bilang kunyari sabihin na lang natin uh, ako forced returnee a day or two after I, I get back to the Philippines can I immediately go to OWA para humingi ng tulong ano po ba ang uh, procedure okay for those OFWs who who have experienced forced return, usually the psychosocial counseling and or the stress debriefing, we conduct that overseas mm-hmm. bago sila, bago sila talaga pasakayin sa aeroplano. Kailangan na, 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 dis, na 
council na sila, ano na yung gagawin nila. The OFW can opt to, actually meron kaming na-encounter dito, straight from airport, may bit-bit na maleta. Sa maleta. Ma- ma'am, ano, mag-a-apply po kami ng livelihood program, galing po yung endorsement ko sa Philippine Embassy natin doon. Being an OFW is hard. You're not only away from your family, but you're also missing out on so many precious moments. From graduations, birthdays, even yung simpleng kamustahan with family and friends. But with a freebie app, you don't have to miss out on anything. You can be there with them every step of the way. With its three ways to call, you can stay connected with your family at home in the Philippines, whether they're online or offline. Daanin sa diskarte ang pakikipag-usap with your loved ones. What are you waiting for? Download the free B app. Discarding Pinoy, discarding freebie. Available in Google Play Store and App Store. So hindi pala may so ano para ipo ang polar nung ano nung example, 'di ba? Pagkauwing pagkauwi, alika na diretso na tayo sa OWA or others would um stay, ayun nga, would wait around uh, a month uh, para kontakin kayo sa agency. Um Pag-usapan naman natin, Ms. Ardell, yung mga programa that can help uh, with these situations. Sabi mo nga dun sa two types of uh, OFW returning or seeking reintegration. Um, ano yung mga programa ng agency that uh, you would want our listeners to know about? Kasi I was checking the OWA uh, Facebook page, which by the way is... Uh, Blue verified. I love it. <laughs> Ayan, so alam mong you're, you are looking at or going through a legitimate OWA Facebook page. Um, and I saw a lot of programs, um, one of which would be the, the agribusiness. Um, uh, meron din tayo nung, uh, uh, meron kayong part three na eh. I think you mentioned that earlier. Parang uh, OWA goes places or something like that. Pero pag-usapan natin, ano ba yung mga programs that you can uh, tell us about para dun sa mga reintegrating OFW returnees? Okay. For the reintegration programs and services here in the country, uh, I would just like to recognize din na meron tayong reintegration programs na ini-implement din abroad pa lang. So Ayun. if you are... If you are an OFW na magde-decide pa lang talagang umuwi, meron not, meron pa rin tayong programs and services or integration programs and services na sa embassy pa lang natin or sa uh, Philippine Overseas Labor Office pa lang natin. Polo OWA. Nandiyan nila. Yes. Ayan. But here in the country kung nandito na kayo sa Pilipinas, we have business counseling. Pwede ko ba tong isa-isahin mamaya? Oo, oh, sige. Programs? Yes, Miss okay. Ardell. Oo, go ahead. Meron tayong entrepreneurial development trainings, meron tayong organizing OFW families, financial literacies and other seminars, Mm-mm. networkings with uh, other support institutions, so social preparation seminars. But I would want to go through to the livelihood part. We have EDLP. Yes. An Enterprise Development Loan Program. So this is for both uh, planned returnees and planned returnees. This is a loan program in partnership with Land Bank of the Philippines. If you want to venture on business, gusto nyong magnegosyo, magsimula, magpalago ng negosyo, ito po ay 150,000 to 2 million for individual borrowers. For group borrowers naman po, 150,000 to 5 million. 
with 7.5 interest per annum payable within 1 to 7 years. But later on, I will discuss yung mas magandang option, yung grant ano talaga, yun? yung grant talaga na binibigay ni Overseas Workers Welfare Administration. So, kung ayaw nyo ng utang, merong grant si OWA para sa inyo. But let me go through other programs and services muna for the distress OFWs. Yes, um, yes. Balik Pinas, Balik Hanap Buhay. This is a maximum of 20,000 livelihood program para sa kanilang mga gusto, pag gusto nilang mga magnegosyo. Mm-hmm. Meron din tayong Balik Pinay. This is uh, a program of the NRCO. Kasi Balik Pinas is a... Uh, OWA program, Balik Uh-oh. Pinay is solely for women distress OFWs. So, right. 10,000 livelihood assistance ito. At kagaya ng sabi ko kanina, hindi natin kinakalimutan yung mga undocumented workers. Uh-oh. Yung mga umuwi sa, umalis sa Pilipinas ng tourist. Madalas ito yung tourist Uh-oh. na umalis sa Pilipinas, nakahanap ng trabaho abroad. Hindi na talaga sa hindi nila tinapos yung kanilang Uh, kanilang trabaho, bumalik sila sa Pilipinas, hindi inaasahan, tourist pa rin sila. Oo. So, hindi, hindi necessary OWA, kapag OWA member lang yung sinisarbisyohan natin. Kahit undocumented worker ka, meron kang Livelihood Development Assistance Program which is a 10,000 livelihood assistance para sa mga OFWs undocumented na hindi inaasahan yung pag-uwi din dito sa Pilipinas. And at the same time, Meron din tayong sa Pinas, ikaw ang ma'am at sir program. Mm. Ito yung mga, actually, sinasabi ko to madalas, kaka-award lang namin ito in Quezon, in Batangas. Ito yung mga let passers na umalis sa Pilipinas. Some of ano them, yun ma'am? Ano yung let passer? Uh, le- licensure examination for teachers. Ay, okay. Ito yung mga teachers na o yung iba dito, teachers talaga before umalis ng Pilipinas pagdating Oo. sa abroad nag, nagturo din sila yung iba uh, sa mga kwento na naririnig ko sila ay some, some others are makeup artists Oo. some others become sales lady those let passers when they return to the country, meron tayong program na sa Pinas, ikaw ang ma'am at sir. This is in tie-up with the Department of Education. So, kapag gusto mo nang mag-reintegrate dito sa Pilipinas, bibigyan ka ni DepEd ng permanent plantilla position. Oh, I love it. it. Ay, yes. ang galing. Kasi nga mga passers sila ng licensure exam. I see. Okay. Yes, sila meron. Regular positions agad yon sa government. Plus, mm-hmm. meron pa silang 20,000 teaching kit from the National Reintegration Center for OFWs. Mm-hmm. So, to get them started on uh, yes. becoming teachers, kasi yun ang, pinag- yun ang natapos ang pinag-aralan nila. Sayang ang, ano, ang knowledge and skills bilang, uh, bilang guro. O tama. Oo. So, may permanent position ka na, may trabaho ka na sa Pilipinas, may startup ka pa na teaching kit coming from the government. Oo, tsaka laptop daw, ma'am. <laughs> yun na yun, 20,000. Yun na yun, ma'am. Ah, masok na yun doon, masok na. Oo, na yun. <laughs> okay, okay. Kasi distance learning tayo ngayon eh. Usually, yun yung nakikita namin na binili nila. Uh, either laptop or printer kasi yun yung gamit na gamit ngayon sa... Um, uh, virtual uh, education na meron tayo due to COVID-19. But let me go back to the grant na sinasabi ko, no? Uh, uh, please, yes, tell us about this. 
This is a tulong puso. We call it tulong puso. Tulong pangkabuhayan para sa pag-unlad ng samahang OFWs. So, this is for OFW groups talaga. Mm-hmm. So, kahit anong negosyo na maisip nila, I would often say, anything under the sun, but usually, uh, meron tayong online selling, franchising, ito yung mga usual beneventure ng mga OFWs. Magkano yung ka- kanilang makukuha or makukuhang click grant sa OWA, depende sa laki ng organization at depende mm-hmm. dun sa business na ipopropose nila. So, ang pinakamaliit natin, 150,000 for 5 to 10 OFW members. Okay. And then, 250,000 for 6, 11 to 15 OFW members. 500,000 for 16 to 30 members. Oh, For 31 or more members, tumataginting na isang milyong piso. At hindi ito loan ha. To be, just to be clear, it's a grant. It's a grant. Uh-oh. At totoong-totoo ito, we have awarded, here in Region 4A, we have awarded dalawang grupo with 1 million pesos. Uh-oh. And uh, another group for 500,000. So, yung first namin is in Atimonan, Quezon, OFW Uy. Families. Agad na ng asawa ko. Ayun. Oo, Atimonan. Atimonan OFW Families Producers Cooperative. They received right. 1 million pesos from us. Sila ay an existing cooperative na. So, they they are expanding their business. From OFW Tahian, natawag nila sa negosyo nila, they ventured mm-hmm. now in OFW House of Fabrics and Supplies. Ayun na nga. I was, uh, I was gonna ask, anong negosyo nila? Tahian to Fabric Supplies now. Yes. Ang galing. Ex- expansion na. Uh-oh. The other one, this is Seafarers United, the 500,000. Seafarers United, they are all affected by COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-mm. They started, uh, they plan to start a snack house, a snack bar. So, yung yung uso ngayon na mga milk tea, burgers, Uh-oh. pasta, dinideliver nila yan. Kasi diba nagkaroon ng lockdown, yun yung mga dinideliver nila. So, food delivery, yan yes. ang mga patok ngayon kasi syempre may ano tayo, quarantine in uh, certain places. Yes, they are 16 members, so 500,000 talaga yung na-receive nila sa amin dito sa OWA 4A. And lastly, yung last ay Motivation Taste, yung pangalan ng grupo nila. They are planning to engage in food business also Mm-mm. and food delivery. So they are 36 members, I think, in the group. So 1 million yung grant na na nakuha nila sa OWA. But of course, uh, what are the process? Yun na nga. Ang next mm-hmm. na tanong ko dyan, anong klaseng pag-pitch naman ang uh, kailangan pagdaanan din ng ano, or i-present, di ba, ng, uh, ng OFW groups in order to avail or possibly be a candidate to get the grant from uh, OWA? Okay. Number one, there are, there are two major requirements. Number one, you should be and a group of OFWs that is registered with the Department of Labor and Employment as Workers Association, mm-hmm. the Cooperative Development Authority, or the Securities and Exchange Commission. Pero kahit alin dun sa isa, sa DOLE, sa CDA, or sa, sa SEC, SEC, sa SEC, oo. Yes. Kahit alin dun na registration nila, kailangan registered sila dun. Uh-oh. And at the same time, 
meron silang business plan na ipepresent sa amin. So, yung business plan na yon parang, sabi ko nga, pag nung college, para kang nagtitisis defense. <laughs> Oo, oh, tama. Ayun. At sandali, kasama ka dun ba sa board, ma'am, na ano, na nakikinig or uh, mag-evaluate na kanilang uh, business plan? Okay. Uh, pre-evaluation yung sa amin, pero we have the regional review committee kasi. Mm-hmm. We we have partners. Uh, the, the three regular members po is our the regional director, mm-hmm. our programs and services division chief, and our administrative and finance. But yung dalawang partner namin is coming from the age, uh, migrant uh, part talaga. Isang mafia winner, model OFW Family of the Year Awards. I think Ma'am Dr. Emily has been Yes! Oh, episode 1 so namin yan, syempre. <laughs> she oh. is our partner po with the Regional Re- Review Committee. And uh, the other one is from the Department of Trade and Industry and sometimes the CDA also. Uh, they are our partners. So, mas madali sa kanila kasi uh, kagaya ni Doc Ems, Dahil dati siyang OFW, hindi talaga namin pinapahirapan yung OFWs Oo. on uh, during the presentation. Mas tinutulungan pa to enhance. Tama naman. Wow, Th- those are really exciting. Not only, I mean, you touched on the programs, ko ano pa yung uh, EDLP, no? yung kanina mama, no? uh, dito naman yung sa mga gustong mag-loan. Uh, and of course, the grant that you mentioned. And I think of all the three, um, pinaka-challenging in a way and also um, helpful in the long run yung grant because it also encourages not only an individual OFW returnee but a group, an organization to keep on pushing and to expand a business which is inspiring and ang galing lang kasi maraming matutulungan na, na miyembro at saka yung community. Yes, of course. Tsaka during this time of pandemic, cooperation talaga yung gusto nating mm. i-foster. Ano? So, Correct. kailangan grupo talaga kayo. Some are asking, bakit hindi na lang individual yung pagre-release nyo ng tulong puso? And we often said, kailangan yung mag-unite lahat tayo dahil pan- uh, pandemic ngayon. Kailangan nating mag-unite. We form into a group na magtutulungan para pareho-pareho tayong makabangon agad, umangat Uh-oh. agad after this pandemic. Correct. And I love that. I love how, you know, you are really pushing for that, for that virtue, for that particular Filipino virtue na kasi kailangan natin, ano muna tayo ngayon, balikatan, ganyan na nga mangyayari. Uh, now, let's talk about uh, yung requirements ulit. So, sa so nabanggit mo yung uh, requirements dun sa grant. But dun naman sa mga individual uh, OFW returnees na gustong mag-avail ng iba pang programa, ano ba yung mga requirements na kailangan nilang dalhin sa, sa agency? Okay, usually, basic requirements, your passport or your travel document, kung mm. naiwan na yung passport doon. So, proof of arrival, usually the boarding ticket Mm-mm. or your tickets are would suffice. Tapos, yung proof na kayo po ay distress worker, this is usually uh, given in the Philippine Overseas Labor Office, OWA, sa ibang bansa. Pero kung hindi, uh, we are just asking for their salaysay what really happened to Uh-oh. them. And that's, that was it. Uh, they will just undergo small business management training or financial awareness seminar. And uh, actually, ang maganda ngayon, napakaraming tie-up ni OWA, ni OWA NRCO with partner agencies na nagbibigay ng mga 
online trainings, online business mm-hmm. management trainings at kahit 'yon, tinatanggap na rin ni OWA as part of the requirements for entrepreneurial development training. So let me just go through yung tinatanggap na rin natin yung training ng OFW Rise in partnership with Coca-Cola Philippines, yung training business training ng OFW May Negosyo Bukas ko. At uh, yung mga trainings po na kinakandak in a partnership with uh, the Pitaka Program or the, the Swiss Incorporation, ayan, tinatanggap Uh-oh. na natin yung mga EDT from private institutions para mas mabilis na yung pagpa-process ng ating mga livelihood programs. At ano to ma'am, uh, part na rin siya ng, ano, ng parang CSR or Corporate Social Responsibility ng mga partners or mga private organizations that they extend to OWA and OFW returnees, yung mga training na nabanggit mo? Yes, ma'am. Actually, we have drafted several memorandum of agreements with these OFW advocates or groups Uh-oh. na gustong makatulong talaga sa ating mga OFWs. And to be clear, ito ay libreng training na binibigay natin sa OFW returnees. Yes, of course. Libreng-libre uh, siya para sa ating mga OFW. Ayan. Wait, may certificate ba to ma'am, at the end of the attendance? Yes, ma'am. Meron po. So, Ay, yung I love mga, it. Mga certificate na yon, yun yung pre-present nila at ina-accept na namin. Nagahanap ka ba ng additional ways to grow your income habang nasa abroad? Kabayan, maging Vortex Reseller ka na today. Habang nasa abroad, madali na magbenta ng mobile load like Smart, TNT, Freebie, International Load, at mangolekta ng Philippine Bills Payments. Pati na rin magpadala ng e-gift certificates katulad ng Jollibee, Pure Gold, SM Gift Pass, and more para maging connected ang inyong overseas Filipino customers with their loved ones back home. All you need to do is visit www. Again, that's www.myvortex1.com at mag-register as a reseller. Add money to your Vortex wallet at pwede ka nang magbenta. Ang simple, di ba? Sali na rin sa Vortex Facebook group sa bit.ly slash join Vortex FB Group to know more updates. So, ano pang hinihintay mo? Grow your business na, kabayan! Wow! Ang, ang dami naman palang programa. So, I think you must, you must be living under a rock kapag hindi mo pa malaman yung mga programa <laughs> ng OFW. Pero ito nga, bilang na-touch na natin, in order to uh, to be updated and to get more information about the programs, uh, saan sila pwedeng pumunta? Kasi social media now, if you don't have a social media, it's as if you don't exist in this time and age. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In this day and uh, day, itong sa kultura natin. So, Facebook, saan ba pwedeng ma- makuha yung mga information na yan? Uh, you can check our website, owa.gov.ph. Also, mm-hmm. our Facebook account, uh, Overseas Workers Welfare Administration. Also, the Facebook account of the National Reintegration Center for OFWs. Pwede rin po kayong tumingin sa mga uh, FB groups, maraming FB groups na naglilink to our pages. Of, sa, sa Region 4A, OWA Region 4A na page. And of course, you can go through our 
our regional offices. We have 17 regional offices throughout the country. Also, you can go through uh, the page na balikkabayanihan.owa.gov.ph. Makikita nyo doon lahat. That is uh, an effort of uh, our agency in partnership with uh, private institutions mm-hmm. and other government agencies. Nandun lahat talaga yung programa na sinabi ko. Even yung mga diniscuss ko kanina, si IDLP, si Tulong Puso, all those information oh. is in the balikkabayanihan.owa.gov.ph balikkabayanihan.owa.gov.ph Yes. Ayan. Siguro dapat ilagay din natin sa caption ng episode yan, no? <laughs> Kasi nandun na nakakonsolidate na lahat ng uh, programs na napag-usapan natin dito in that particular page. Yes po. Nandun lahat. Excellent. I... Ayan. So yung mga OFW listeners natin ngayon, if you're looking, if you're seeking uh, for assistance and maybe a reason if it's time for you to return permanently to the Philippines, then uh, sana nakatulong ang ating uh, conversation ngayon. Which brings me to my next question, Miss Ardell. Paano ko malalaman as an OFW na ready na ako to come home? Aside from the fact na sabihin na lang natin na talagang may plano, sabihin natin na I'm uh, reaching my third year and even before I left, my family and I, we've talked that on my third year, at the end of my third year, uuwi na ako. But personally, I mean, at a, yung, yung, at, a, at a personal level as an OFW, paano ko malalaman na, ah, okay, handa na ako? Or yung, kasi baka may mga ibang listeners tayo na nagdinilay-nilay whether to come home or not. Ano mga advice mo sa kanila? Usually, meron tayong tatlong considerations. Number one, yung financial capital mo ba? Okay na. Tanungin mo sa sarili. Usually, tinatanong natin sa sarili yan eh. Pag uh, may bago tayong bi- uh, bi- ventures, mm-hmm. yung financial capital mo ba? Okay na. Stable na ba yung family mo talaga? Dun sa, dun sa plano na na-fulfill mo na ba yung plano talaga? At na, na-work out na yung financial capital na yun? Yung human capital mo ba? Ready ka na talaga na bumalik sa country na... Kahit dito, makakapagtrabaho ka pa din. Oo. Kung gusto mong maging option yung pagtatrabaho pa rin. At of course, ready ba? May, may support system ka ba pagbalik mo sa Pilipinas? At kailangan-kailangan yun sa pag-return mo sa Pilipinas. Yung supportado ka talaga ng family mo, hmm. ng immediate community mo, na bumalik na talaga. Sila na ba? Sila ba ang may gusto na bumalik ka? Gusto, ikaw lang ba yung may gusto na bumalik ka? Minsan may nangyayaring mm-hmm. ganyan eh. Gusto no, gusto ng ng OFW bumalik na siya pero yung mga yung pamilya niya parang itinutuloy so, ka muna. Kanuna. So kailangan <laughs> yung support system ng pag-uuwi mo dapat uh, ano din, solid na din. Oo. Pag-uwi sa pag-uuwi mo at planado talaga yung inyong pag-uwi. So tanungin mo yung tatlong yun. Uh, yung financial, yung social, at saka yung human capital mo ba? Ready na ba talaga siya to go back to the Philippines? Pag lahat yon, sabi nga namin, pag lahat yon, uh, at least more than 50-70% na go back to the country, mas masarap na kasama yung family. Pag may isa doon kulang, sabi na lang natin na 2 out of 3, game pa rin ba yon? Pag, pag isa doon, sabihin natin, Factor kasi siya lahat oh, eh. Kailangan nag-sumaswak siya sa lahat. Oh, oh. Pag kapag isa doon, kulang. Say for example, yung financial capital mo, hindi ganun, uh, ka-stable, ano, pagbalik mo sa Pilipinas. Tanong yung may sarili mo, ano ba yung option na pwede mong gawin? Mag- 
pwede mo bang eventure na dito ka na lang mag-negosyo mag, uh, sa Pilipinas? Mm-mm. Kasi kung hindi, kung hindi ka willing na eventure yon, most likely ang sagot ay sige na nga, babalik na lang ulit ako abroad. Oo. Na lang ulit, diba? Oo. So hindi depende, depende sa magiging usapin ng family. Ayan. Pero pag tinanong mo yon, dapat More than 50%, 60%, dapat okay sa'yo, okay sa family mo, sa support system mo, yung tatlong bagay na yun. Oo, at hindi siya magiging uh, ugat ng problema pagkabalik mo. Kasi syempre gusto mo naman mag-relax ng konti. ba? Diba? Because you've been away from the family for quite some time. Um, and, you know, we truly appreciate and uh, and we should recognize the fact that we have OWA and uh, and your many partners, whether private or other uh, agencies who uh, or that work hand in hand in order to provide all the help that our OFW returnees can can uh, uh, can afford or can, you know, um, get kasi kailangan nila yun eh, lalo na sa counseling. Minsan kailangan nila ng taong makakausap that's uh not not necessarily a friend but more of a professional uh, na pwede nilang uh, hinga ng tulong or ng advice now i want to ask you miss ardel kung tayo naman ay magfo-focus sa mga OFW starting their own businesses from uh, your experience ano yung mga kailangang i-consider ng isang individual OFW para sila ay mag uh, or before pa sila mag-start ng sarili nilang negosyo aside dun sa pagbalikin na natin na cover natin yung tatlong considerations of returning ano paano naman kapag sandali naisip ng OFW I want to start a business pero zero knowledge pa sila what would your advice be what do they need to consider mga important notes for me tanungin yung sarili ano, ano talaga yung gusto kong negosyo? Ano yung gusto mong negosyong itayo? Pag naisip mo na yon, do you have the skills para iput up yung negosyo na yon? Kasi usually, may nakakaisip ng negosyo, pero hindi talaga yun yung background nila. Unless you mm-hmm. are willing to educate yourselves para dun sa negosyo na yon, go for it. But we in OWA, lahat ng business counseling namin, we often say something that you can relate to. Something right. na may kinalaman ka talaga. Kasi um, in monitoring our business projects, OFW business projects, kapag hindi related yung business doon sa skills na meron si OFW, often than, most often than that, that, that business endeavor fails. Mm-mm. Kasi yung mga monitoring ko Way back 2014 When I was an, an, a family welfare officer We monitor business projects Ng mga OFWs Minsan magtatayo yung Isang OFW ng uh, Vulcanizing shop Pero uh-huh. ang background niya ay Carpentry, uh, gano'n Actually ma- Finishing ma- carpenter pala siya Yung naaalala ko nun Vulcanizing shop Pero siya masahista siya abroad Ala, so, alayo. Ang, ang nangyari, ang nagpatakbo ng negosyo niya, yung kapatid niya na may may alam somehow dun sa kanyang negosyo. And dahil wala siyang personal uh, experience dun sa negosyo, napabayaan na yung negosyo, wala na, wala na kaming binalikan. After six months, hindi namin na nabalikan yung kanyang uh, business endeavor kasi sarado Uh-oh. na. Nawala nang inter- well, nawalan siya ng interest to continue nung nagfe-fail na kasi hindi naman talaga siya directly involved. So Uh-oh. if 
if you want to start your negosyo, you do what you want and uh, align your uh, align your negosyo with your skills as an mm-hmm. OFW, your background. If if not, unless you are willing to educate yourself with that negosyo, go for it. Um, ma- nandito si OWA, nandito ang other government agencies para makapag-start up kayo. Ano naman yung mga, ito na, yung mga success stories ng mga businesses na nagsimula, na natulungan ng OWA, natulungan ng inyong team uh, na, na mag-flourish? And you've seen from, ito nga, based nga dun sa monitoring mo, Miss Ardell, meron bang mga, to this day, wow, para itong business na to, lumago, nag-expand, and, um, and you see the fruits of their labor over the past few years. Meron ka bang masyashare sa amin? Ang pinaka siguro ang pinaka ma, pinaka flattering na kwento ko dito when I was a labor communications officer way back I think 2015 meron akong na monitor na isang grantee of the EDLP loan program pa to ha Oo na, nagsimula siya sa sa sampung makina that time. So, pinuntahan ko siya, tinanong ko siya anong mga ginagawa nila and uh, their usual clients are municipal officers, yung mga uniform, yung mga damit ng schools, ah, patahian. patahian to. Oh, oh. And then, last, I think last May, ay, ano ba nga, June, last May, nang may activity kami, uh, I asked her, uh, I asked the OFW, is your shop, sir, uh, dress shop lang yun nung una talaga, no? Uh-oh. Is your shop, sir, ay bukas pa? Sabi niya, alam mo ba, ma'am, may factory na ako. Wow, galing naman. Nagsusupply na ako ng damit sa SM, sa Robinsons. Yun na yung oh kwento niya sa akin na parang, Sabi niya, ma'am, bumalik ka dito, tingnan mo yung factory ko, ang laki-laki na, meron na akong sasakyan, nagde-deliver Uh-oh. na ako sa kung saan ang mga uh, mga stores ng SM, sa mm-hmm. Robinson. So sabi ko, oh my God. Ang galing Parang, naman ni OFW. Anong trabaho daw niya, ma'am, sa ano? Sa abroad? Yun din. Nagtatahi siya abroad. Precisely. Yes. Yun, baka nga factory worker na ano rin, nagpananahi uh, din ng ano, ginawa niya, no? Yes. Sobrang importante talaga na dapat yung negosyong sisimulan mo bilang OFW returnee, eh, well within the skills, well within your training and your your knowledge. Kasi mahirap nga naman kahit saan mo ilagay yung business idea na yan, kung hindi naman yan ang linyahan mo, yes. sabi mo nga, it's, it's most likely bound to fail. Kasi wala kang personal touch. So, wow, galing! Mm-hmm. In five years, ano, tama? Yes, nakita ko talagang pagpunta ka, pagpunta ko dun sa store nila. Hindi ko talaga pinalampas yung yung chance na puntahan yung yung factory nila. Na overwhelm ako sa dami ng damit na dati nung nakita ko siya napakasimple lang talaga yung dress shop niya. Isang Oo. maliit na bahay lang na kinonvert para siyang maliit na bahay na kinonvert sa tahian sampung Uh-oh. sampung makina lang talaga siya pagkita ko nung factory niya oh my god siguro mga 5 to 10 times nung dating niyang bahay na patahian Uh-oh. yung laki at uh, almost uh, 10 times na rin yung number ng mga kanyang mga staff na 
na mananahe. So, Uh-oh. pagdating ko doon, sabi ko, Sir, how did you do this? Oh, yes, yes. I'm interested. Paano yung, like, sinong may naging partner ba siya o family, naging family business? Actually, siya, uh, katulong niya lang yung mga, uh, fa- yung family niya doon mm-hmm. sa, uh, I think, partner niya doon sa business na meron siya nung nag-start sila. And, uh, Trinato niya talaga yung kanyang mga mananahi as part of the family na. So, same faces I, I see. I saw same faces nung uh, way back 2015, I think. Doon sa ngayong taon lang. So, grabe yung na-overwhelm talaga. Ako, tuwang-tuwa ako nung nakita ko na ganun na yung naitulong. And uh, for that matter, loan program pa to, ha? Oo, nakapagbayad na rin ang utang. Bayad Ay, na, bayad na. Bayad na. Yes. Wow! Congratulations. Nasa Facebook nyo bayad ng OWA, ma'am? <laughs> yung Ay, story niya? Uh, we are writing uh, more kasi video, parang video yung gusto naming mangyari for oh, his oh, story. Oh. Kasi we featured him nung LCO pa ako or Labor Communications Officer pa ako. Oh, so oh. we are working na ma-feature ulit siya. And he has been featured in uh, and I was invited in other countries na to speak uh, his Ay, galing. Oh my goodness. What an excellent story. Thank you for sharing that with us on the pod. Um, and again, there's always the Facebook and website. If uh, you want to learn more about the programs and how the programs can work for, for you as an OFW. I just uh, have a few more questions here, Miss Ardell. Um, gusto ko rin tanongin sa'yo na... Uh, since yun, napag-usapan natin yung mga success stories and uh, syempre, be, uh, on the flip side of things, kung ano yung mga kailangan mong uh, pag-aralan kung gusto mo namang uh, magsimula na negosyo mo and not to fail, no? Para maiwasan din natin yan because we know how hard or uh, how challenging it can be to to start on your own. Um, ano yung mga takeaways from all of these experiences can our OFW listeners take inspiration from? Ano yung mga mga pwedeng pearls of wisdom that they can uh, take home from uh, or take home with them from our conversation. Okay. Um, OFW migration and OFW reintegration should be a planned endeavor of the family. Mm. Number one. That's number one. Hindi siya dapat uh, basta mo lang naisip na pag after a while Uwi na ako, uwi na ako, okay na ako, parang ganun. Dapat planado talaga siya. Hindi siya on the spot na isip mo lang na ayoko na, uwi na ako. Kasi most likely you are bound to return. Mm-mm. At kailangan family decision talaga siya. Also, get as much help as you can get from all the government agencies that yes. we have here in the Philippines. Napakaraming programa at serbisyo ni OWA, ni NRCO, ni DTI, lahat Puyan may mga gover- may may mga programa para sa ating mga OFWs especially in this time of pandemic na napakaraming OFWs na naapektuhan na repatriate na, yes nawala ng trabaho Oo. maraming marami po napakaraming programa ni OWA ni NRCO and other government agencies na pwede nyong puntahan at lapitan Mm-mm. And of course, we have civic organizations, hindi lang po uh, government institution yung meron tayo, meron tayong gov- uh, non-government organizations, may private sector tayo na gustong mag-extend ng kanilang mga tulong sa ating mga OFW. So, uh, 
i-venture nyo yung pakikipa, yung mga tie-ups na kinakreate namin mm-hmm. para matulungan din kayo. Ito na nga, Miss Ardell. Maitanong ko, paano naman kapag ang uh, returning OFW eh, forced, di ba? Sabihin na natin, forced uh, return sila. Walang savings. Kailangan mag-retire, for example. Um, yung programa ba natin makakatulong pa rin sa ganyan? Sa mga ganyang situations? Yung sabihin na lang natin, walang-wala na bankrupt. Kailangan magsimula ulit, starting from zero. Uh, can, can they still reach out to the agency and ask for help? Yes, of course. Actually, mas marami nga sa totoo lang. Mas maraming programa for the distress and displaced OFWs. Mm-hmm. Kasi sa, sa kanila talaga yung mas, uh, mas maraming interventions. Oh, oh. Yung lahat ng livelihood programs natin, they, that is especially designed for them. The Balik Pinas, the Balik Pinay, the LDAP, especially designed for them para makapag-start sila. And uh, as I often said, you can start small. The 10,000, the 20,000 is a good help already. Oh, naman. You can start small. And then after a while, you venture yung, live, uh, yung loan program or yung OFW group uh, grant namin. Uh, you can go big. Pag mm-hmm. na, may, may group na, may organization na. But uh, you can start small with the 20,000. And uh, marami na rin tayong success stories with uh, 20,000 livelihood assistance ni OWA. Kasi oh. malaking bagay talaga siya if you really want to help yourself selves na mag-venture into livelihood. Right. And let's talk about the psychosocial component of our returning OFWs, Ms. Ardell. As we know, coming home as uh, coming home is something OFWs all of all OFWs look forward to especially kung uh, matagal silang nawala sa piling ng family nila and uh, I'm sure they miss spending time with their families uh, back in the Philippines but sometimes yun nga expectations versus reality maaring pag-uwi nila this, the situation that they're coming home to is not exactly the the ideal situation no? ano yung mga bagay na pwede nating uh, that can possibly result in a complicated return home? Meron bang uh, mga ganyang situations? Usually, during the socio- psychosocial counseling na kinakandak namin, ano ma'am, mm-hmm. dapat alam uh, ni, ni family members yung plano mo pag-uwi. Oo. Kasi minsan, pag hindi nila alam kung ano yung plano mo pag-uwi, kasi naging minsan decision lang siya na sige uwi na ako pero yung plano mo hindi niyo naman na discuss dun sa hindi niyo na discuss sa family magnenegosyo ba kayo magtatrabaho na lang ba dito si OFW kasi minsan the family is also expecting kung ano yung gagawin ni OFW kasi malaki yung factor ng remittances correct so kung negosyo the 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 OFW the OFW and his or her family members are expected na mag-unite for the negosyo pero Uh-oh. kung trabaho magtatrabaho si the, the OFW or the part of the families mag nag-expect sila na magtatrabaho si OFW dito paano kung hindi agad makahanap ng trabaho si OFW dito mag- dalas na i-eat sa pwera siya Mm-mm. kahit uh, naneneglect yung naging malaking contribution niya in the past. Tama, so, oo. Uh, during the stress management and the stress debriefing namin, 
kapag lalo na kapag force return yung mga OFWs uh, dapat kausapin talaga ang pamilya that's that's the very basic uh, mm-hmm. we often said na kung hindi talaga kayang kausapin ni OFWs let us talk to them mm-hmm. eh, sometimes the DSWD pwede na nating lapitan the DSWD they have a specific psych- psychosocial counseling for our OFWs Oo. at ito ay available din sa agency pupuntahan ba sa bahay or i-invite na pumunta sa ahensya? Sometimes we go there. Sometimes, uh, pag minsan nandito na sila, uh, nagka-counseling na din po pagdating Ayun na sa regional office. But uh, for some experiences, meron ding pinupuntahan namin. Especially, yung mga OFWs na umuwi dito sa Pilipinas na nagkasakit. Oo. Kailangan i-counsel yung pamilya kasi... Number one, nawala ng trabaho yung OFW. And number two, may sakit pa siya pagdating sa Pilipinas. So, mm-hmm. kailangan na uh, ma-brief ma- ma- yung family on what to expect, ano yung mga programs and services na pwede nilang i-avail para dun sa OFW. And of course, the family na din. Yes, because you have to count on the, the support group, on the family. So, eto naman, bigyan din natin sila ng pagkakataon na for now, while the OFW returnee is recuperating or nagpapalakas, um, sila naman, sila naman ang uh, magbibigay ng, ano, ng pag-aaruga, di ba? So, ito, uh, down to last few questions, Miss Ardell, what can our OFW family circles do para naman matulungan ng mga OFWs natin to adjust being back home sa Pilipinas? Our family, OFW family circles, we call them the support system of the OFW in the mm-hmm. community. And uh, we are, they are trained, actually, they are trained by OWA personnel. Pwede rin silang little OWA in the community. Kasi uh, they are uh, the immediate link of the community to us. So oh. some OFW family circles, especially that those that are active, They are receiving applications already and transmitting that to the office. They are endorsing the cases of OFWs. And of oh. course, they are the ones helping the, the needs of the immediate community. Minsan, may mga OFW family circles kami na uh, mas, since malalaki na, na yung group nila, sila mm. na talaga yung tinatap ng munisipyo to help in that particular uh, cleaning drive. Uh, mm tree planting drives so the OFW family circles hindi actually hindi na siya naging exclusive lang for OFWs kahit Oo, sa nag-reach nag- out na siya nag-branch yeah. out Oo, pero the OFW family circles is the support system of our OFWs kagaya din ng mga filcom natin na nandun pa sa abroad So, same siya ng uh, concept pagdating dito sa Pilipinas. Pwede bang mag-volunteer dyan, Ms. Ardell? Paano bang mag-sign up para maging uh, part ng OFW Family Circles? Municipal level ba to ma'am? Or sa barangay po pwede nang mag-volunteer? Okay. Sometimes we have barangay levels. Saan na uh, dalawang barangay yung nagkukunive, nagsasama-sama to form a uh, family circle. Minsan naman isang barangay 
minsan din ay municipality but uh, we often do that kapag ano na sila uh, mad- madami na sa barangay kino-confederate natin sila mm-hmm. para makapag magkilakilala minsan may mga OFW groups na kahit within the same municipality hindi magkakakilala so kino-confederate natin sila and at the same time sa provincial level kino-confederate natin sila so meron tayong Laguna OFW Federation dito sa Region 4A and all the rest of the Calabar Zone provinces. Ayun. So again, this is just to prove na may may support system, maaring sa pagbabalik ng OFW, maaring it's not a family immediately that can support them. Uh, baka feeling helpless din sila uh, somehow, but there is there is a group, there is a social group that can uh, help you adjust being back home. And uh, tulad nga ng uh, services like the psychosocial counseling and stress debriefing that you can share with our listeners, um, meron ba silang maaring matawagan hotline uh, or uh, yung, ano, yung uh, central line na pwedeng, uh, pwedeng matawagan kaagad for, for assistance or to just get somebody on the line to speak with? Okay, for immediate assistance, you can call 1348. That is our hotline. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, hindi lang immediate assistance. If you want to follow up for your programs and services availment, if you have immediate concerns with all other the regional offices, kung wala kayong pantawag sa uh, telepono or sa cellphone, you can call 1348. Uh, that is our hotline. 1348. Oh, open yes. ba yun 24 hours? Yes, open siya 24 Ayun. hours. Ayan. As we wind down sa ating uh, interview na talaga namang hitik with information and uh, lahat na, 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 na pwedeng ma-share ni Ms. Ardell to uh, our OFW listeners, I want to ask you, um, ano na lang yung main takeaway mo para sa ating uh, mga listeners? Okay. Number one, we have the government and the uh, other private institutions na willing mag-extend ng help to our OFWs for their reintegration plans. And um, nandito lang kami, hindi kami nawawala. Our presence are here physically sa aming regional office. Nandito kami, uh, our presence can be uh, seen on virtual, so uh, on our social media. So, Yung information, kagaya nito, napakalaking, uh, napakalaking tulong na mag, may ganitong mga platform para sa information dissemination na pwede yung marinig at uh, para makapag-avail kayo ng mga programa at servisyon ni OWA. But for reintegration to be successful, it should be a family decision, it should be planned. Kung hindi naman planned, kung kayo po ay forced returnees, napakarami po ng government intervention and uh, welfare assistance ni OWA, ni NRCO para po sa inyo. And um, reintegrate, some food for thought lang, ano, if mm-hmm. you would want to to really reintegrate, prepare for uh, the human capital and for the social capital more. Yes. Oo, bukod dyan sa savings ha, kailangan yung dalawa pang component na yon. Yes. Ayun, Miss Ardell, as you know, importante to open the communication lines and to tell our listeners, yung mga OFWs natin who are abroad and are also in the Philippines, uh, para malaman nila kung paano ma-reach ang OFW 
uh, ang uh, kung paano ma-reach ang OWA. Ayan, meron ba tayong hotline na pwedeng tawagan sa Philippines na yung uh, yung not only in Manila but even in the provinces. Okay, meron tayong hotline you can have uh, you can call 1348 the numbers 1348 all OFW concerns immediate non-immediate pwede nyo pong kontakin ang 1348 and for those OFWs who are in abroad you can download the OWA app actually it's the same with the OFWs here in the Philippines you can download the OWA app you can check your membership there you can chat your concerns there mm-hmm. and if you have immediate concerns that will be directed to the regional office or the polo office that you are concerned with and of course you can check our Facebook page the page of the Overseas Workers Welfare Administration and the National Reintegration Center for OFWs. Napakarami pong programa at serbisyo ni OWA at ni NRCO na nakapaloob dun sa Facebook page na yun. And of course, we have our 17 regional welfare offices all throughout the country and satellite offices within uh, the provinces. Ayan. So, uh, marami tayong uh, pwedeng tawagan. We can always uh, log on uh, sa Facebook. And importante na i-download din ng app, yung OWA mobile app para naman dun sa mga OFWs who are working and currently living abroad. Uh, kung kayo ay kakasalta lang, you know, makakarating lang and uh, you want to find out how you can reach uh, Polo OWA overseas um, kung saan country man kayo, the OWA mobile app would be your tool. Yes. Download nyo po and... Uh Makikita nyo dyan yung mga lahat ng programa at servisyo ni OWA. You can be informed dun sa mga livelihood programs, education programs namin dito sa OWA and then RCO. Very have it. Thank you, Miss Ardell, for your time. Nakon tagal pala na usap natin. <laughs> but you know, uh, we're we're very thankful and we could not uh, appreciate you enough for um, spending an hour, a little over an hour, to give us all of this information because it's going to be very valuable to our OFW listeners, to their families, especially at yung advice mo. Ang pag OFW ay hindi lang. Uh, decision ng OFW but the family as well. So there you have it. Thank you very much Miss Ardell. Sana maimbitahan ka namin ulit uh, another time. Yes ma'am of course. Uh, ang, ang, sag- ang lagi ko nga sinasabi ay finally may schedule na <laughs> kasi di ba ma'am napaka, oh. napaka, napaka busy ng nanay natin. And oh. um Yes ma'am, very much willing po tayong bumalik. Mas marami pang baon na kwento, mas marami pang baon na programa at serbisyo para dun sa ating mga OFWs. And uh, kindly check our, mag, mag-promote na rin ako. Yes, please. Page po kami. Meron kaming OWA Calabarzon on Wheels na pinopromote. Siguro pag nawala na yung pandemic, magdedere-derecho na to. We are delivering programs and services right next to the community. Bit-bit namin lahat ng programa at serbisyo ni OWA. Hindi nyo na kailangan pang pumunta sa regional office. Sa community, sa munisipyo nyo na meron na po kaming OWA Calabarzon on Wheels. So stay tuned for our mga schedule sa pagbaba natin sa mga municipalities. Maraming salamat po. Thank you Miss Ardell, mabuhay and until next time, uh, it was an honor to have you on the podcast. Thank you din po. What an amazing and informative conversation with Miss Ardell today. 
One of the highlights for me was when Miss Ardell said, "Ang pagiging OFW ay isang family decision." Her statement is so true. Dapat from planning to reintegration, involved ang buong pamilya sa decision-making process. Dahil at the end of the day, ang buong pamilya ang apektado. And another highlight for me was learning about all the different programs that our government has for reintegrating our OFWs. Grabe, ang dami talaga. So make sure to check out their website. It's owa.gov.ph. That's owa.gov.ph. Or download their app now for more details. Because I'm sure, madami pa jang hindi na discuss sa episode natin. That's it for me. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Great Connections Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to your friends and family. This has been Chloe. I'll catch you again next week for another episode. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.